So hello everyone, thank you for joining in on the Butterfly Effect. My name is Pablo and today we have Jeremy Hamilton, one of my one of my close friends, classmate, upcoming artists. You know, today's podcast we're going to talk about a lot of different topics, you know. Um, one one of the topics we're gonna to talk about of course his album and you know the different music he's doing. We're gonna talk about some of the things going on in society and how music plays a um an impact on that. And we're gonna just get to know him and himself, you know, a little bit more. So as you hear his music, you can connect more with the artist and what he's saying, because you know more of his lifestyle as well. How are you doing today, um, Mr. Hamilton? I'm good, man, I'm good, I'm good. Good, man, we're just outside right now. We're just enjoying this beautiful Sunday. Today's the actual Super Bowl day. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I know a lot of people right now sitting at home, got their beer, their wings, you know what I'm saying, at the bars, where they going. But you know, today I want to, kick my, my podcast off my first actual interview with another person, which is very exciting for me to do, you know. So, you know, to get started, um, we'll tell the people, like, what would you prefer to be called? Jeremy Hamilton, if you have a stage name? Yeah, my stage name is J-Swag 2 Official. That's what I go by. I've been going by that for like, since 2009. Yeah, so. That's Jay, it's cool. Jay, Jay, you said J2 Swag? J Swag to Official. J Swag to Official. My body, J Swag to Official. That's cool. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that, man. I like that. How long have you been um, doing music? Oh, man. Since I was in middle school. Since we was at Dollar. Nigga, um, Antoine. Haywood. Yeah, I know I'm the Antoine. Yeah, like me and him used to just freestyle in class. Sometimes we used to write verses and stuff. It actually happened like right when my brother was locked up around that time. I used to go in his room and go on his computer and listen to most of the music that he was making. So I was like, dang, I like that. Let me let me try to see what can I do. How can I do that? You know what I'm saying? So me and my cousin, we, we used to go in there, my brother or whatever, we used to go in there and just try to come up with something. And then we'll burn it on CDs yeah. and we'll listen to it later. So that was a cool way for us to start. We used to just listen to their music. That's, a, that's such a while ago because people, that's when people used to burn CDs and sell them at school for $10, yeah. especially when they little Wayne, you know, the drought and the, the suffixes come out. Yeah. People used to burn it $5. <laughs> Get your little hustle on real quick. I remember those days, man. But, but that's one thing. But we we didn't sell our tapes. We just used to just just wanted to hear ourselves yeah. on the track. True, true. That true. was the only thing that made us love rapping, because we wanted to hear ourselves on the track. And mm-hmm. once we figured out how to do that, oh man, it, it was it was, it, was it was everything. Yeah, it, it was everything. I know, man. I know. So, you know, you, you you sit there and you spoke on how you've been doing music since middle school. It's probably 10 plus, most, that's 10 plus years. You know, most people would have kind of went off the path, got a, a career job and, you know, started a family and, you know, went down that path. But what really kept you focused to, to maintain, to stay focused on, like, the music career? It's just exactly what I said, man. I just, I just wanted to hear myself. I just, I just love to hear myself on the beat. I just thought that was just the coolest thing. 
Like, I didn't care about anything else. I didn't care about being famous. I didn't care about people liked it. Nothing like that. I just wanted to hear myself on the track. And it's like, wow, I put that together. Yeah, You know true, what I'm saying? True. Like, most people had people help them, people that produced I put all that together since then. So that's what made it more special to me. I was like, man, I, I like this. It gave me that rush every, yeah. every time I did music. So and make you appreciate you know, appreciate oh, yeah, your, your music and your art a lot more. I feel that man, I feel that. So like so you know, just to get back and you know saying a little into, you know, a little deeper into who you are, you know. What made you choose music? Especially like in middle school, you know, most people, you know, they focus on school and girls and stuff like that. Like how did you know that that's what you wanted to specifically do? Man, it was just the love for it, man. It was, it was, it was just like I said, going back to the beginning. It just, like, I just felt that that was it. Like nothing else mattered. Nothing else that I felt like I could do more in school, basketball or anything. You know how people be in school and they they're better at basketball or they can play football or this, this, and that. Like I, I wasn't none of that type of dude or whatever. I just loved music. Yeah. So I just feel like, man, if I can do this for the rest of my life, I'll be happy. I feel you saying. You know, it's it's it's, it's funny because um, I remember in, in like um, middle school, a lot of people used to like do music and stuff like that. And I used to want like get into it. I'm saying, but um, I was so nervous, you know. But so me being nervous kind of made me not not do it as quickly. So what kind of helped you overcome, you know? Especially middle school, that those those thoughts of you know, people may not like your music. People may tell you, "Oh, your shit trash. You need to stop." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what made you overcome those type of thoughts? Oh man, it was, was, man, it was just like it's it's just it's a lot of stuff I can think about that made me really like not care about that. It was basically all because I loved it. I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I didn't care about anybody's opinion. And tell you the truth, many people back then, they wasn't really doing it like that. I mean, it was me, Antoine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think Detail was doing it at that time. No, he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So it was like it was like we was writing stuff. I mean, that's what we was doing. So I liked it. So I, I just kept doing it because, like I said, I seen my older brother do it. And I wanted to be like that. You know, everybody got something they looked up to. I, yeah. I wanted to be another version of him mixed with, you know, Wayne, how I, uh, other people I was I was into it. So it was like, that's what made everything more important. True, 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 true. You know, especially like, you know, a lot of times what people don't be realizing that, you know, music is so, it's so, it's so prophetic that it, it's, 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 it's so real, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like, I remember, um, like, it's certain songs, like, I play Pandora and, like, an old song come on, and I'll, and I'll actually listen to the words, and I'll be like, man, like, everything this person's saying, I'm going through right now, you know, this song, like, 10 years old. I'm literally going through that right now. Yeah. That's what really makes me want to, like, always have some kind of involvement in music because it plays such an important aspect in our daily lives, you know what I mean? Like you really do, you know what I'm saying? I actually commend you because, you know, a lot of people would have stopped. They would have, like, man, you know, my music didn't pop off when I was in high school or, you know what I'm saying? They would have right. stopped, but 
No, I, I, I'm a true believer. Like when you put your all into your craft, into everything you're doing, and you truly put your best foot forward, that you know anything can happen, man. Yeah, and that's how I looked at it, man. Like none of that, none of that shit matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it really don't, man. It really don't. None of that, none, none, none of that bullshit in the world. But sometimes, you know, like sometimes, I did get that feeling, like, damn, I ain't make it yet. Yeah. Like, I be having the second thoughts too sometimes, like, damn, maybe I should go do something else. But uh, that's what made me like just happy with it. True. Like to mix a song, to record it, to put my vocals on it, to play it back and hear it, and then to put it out so other people can hear it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just the greatest feeling. It's like giving a a, um, a good sermon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like giving a good sermon. That's basically, what it is. It's you know what I'm saying? Speaking in my words. So, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's what it was, and it's still that way to this day. Like I can't make a song and I feel nothing about it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You have to have some kind of thoughts. Even when I, I I interview people, I listen to interviews. I have to feel some kind of connection to it or, or something, you know, or not. It's just like I'm just talking or just listening to words. And, you know, that's to me, it's kind of pointless sometimes. You know, so, so you know, you started off when you was in middle school, you know, and like in high school, did you continue to make music or did you kind of stop then? No, no, I, I still kept going. I still kept going. I had a lot of stuff I, we was working on at the time. Uh, I say it was a vibe. I don't remember the year, but we started to do shows around that time. A little bit before, you know, I had left Madison. Yeah. You know, we, we started doing a couple of shows a little bit. Well, my brother started doing the shows and come around and he was out and whatever. And he was trying to like record a lot of stuff, really bring the label together. So that's why I was like, man. I really got to get it in now, cause now I got to show him, hey, I can do it way better than how I was thinking I can do it in middle school. Yeah, true. Cause I've grown with it. I've learned my craft. I learned what I want to rap about, and I was putting it out. So. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You want to show him that progress that you made. Yeah, and I'm still doing it. I think, like I said, I'm still doing it to this day. I'll be trying to give his approval for everything. Cause that's like I say, I started listening to him. So when I started listening to him, you know, I always go back to him. Like, what you think about this? You know, even though I've came so far, but I just want him to approve some of the stuff that you know what I'm saying, like what I was going through, and how I made it now, as far as my sound and mixing, and you know, even covers, like do my own album covers and stuff. So stuff like that, I just want him to like it. He likes it, then you know I'm good. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know, I have a friend like that too. You know what I'm saying? Like you always, I feel like most people got that one person, one two people they go to. Like you know what I'm saying? They can, you know what I'm saying? They really want their approval. They really want their advice. You know what I'm saying? Because you, know, you trust their opinion, or you look up to them, or they motivate you, or inspire you in some kind of way. So I, I, I definitely, definitely understand that mindset. Definitely understand that mindset. Yeah, he he was there for me, so. Yeah, 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 facts, facts. Go, 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 dig facts. You know, another thing um, that I really realized, like in middle school, you know, you was kind of like a, um, um, you was a friendly, open person, but you was kind of quiet too at the same time. You know, so you didn't want to 
you wasn't always out there into the scene, you know what I'm saying, what mm-hmm. everybody's doing, you kind of, yeah. kind of to yourself. So when you told me that you was doing music, it really surprised me because I was like, man, like, it's something I would never expect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, I would never expect that, like, you know, like, not at all. So one thing um, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people do is that, you know, they get afraid because, you know, if they're not popular or they don't have this money or they don't drive this type of car or whip, or they don't have the image of what a rapper should be. Most times, you know, they build the image up before they actually build themselves up and their craft up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what made you feel like you didn't need the image first? I don't know, man. I just didn't care about none of that. I didn't care about none of that shit, bro. Yeah. None of it. I just... Like, like you said, I was quiet with it. I didn't even tell most people. about only people I told was y'all. People that was my friends. People I knew, you know what I'm saying? That really fucked me like that in school. Other than that... I didn't care about who likes it. I didn't care if the whole school listened or not. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. For like, real. I, just, I just loved it. It was just that feeling. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That the feeling of creating something of your own. You know what I'm saying? Doing something that you really love and like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, I really understand that type of mind. Like, really thought process. You know, especially like when I started. I'm saying like I remember when um, I I I first told myself that I want to. You know, interview people. You know, for like different reasons. Now I, I was so excited and happy, and you know, what I'm saying shit like that. You know how you get that feeling, like yeah, I fit, do this shit, man. Yeah. Then you go out, you just want to tell everybody and shit. Then, That's how it was. Yeah. Then you get the. Then I know for me, I got, you know, kind of like of a, I got positive feedback, and I also got negative feedback. But the negative feedback at the time, I was like, man, like, you know, you know, how people be like, man, you're not gonna do it, man. Like you should go, saying do something else. You know what I'm saying? But I just really kind of like stuck to it and just put a lot of research and, and many hours and, and late nights staying up mm-hmm. and literally early mornings, you know, like for real, um, um, practicing my craft and learning as much as I can. So, so the reason I'm saying that as well, you know, what are some of the challenges that you have to overcome? Because like, you know, a lot of people want to rap and do music because they see the money, they see the women, they see the cars, you know, they do it for know the accolades and you know the recognition but what is your main purpose and goal of really doing music man i wanted to be better i wanted to be good at it i i i many nights many nights i spent like school nights on the computer just looking at beats looking on how to record how to mix my own vocals i just want to be better at it. i just wanted to to be the best that i can be on this song. Yeah, true. And that's what it was. It won't no matter what I had to do. If I had to um, come up with different kind of beat patterns or try to, you know what I'm saying, figure out how to do this better, you know, look at different YouTube videos and see how I can mix my vocals. But I just, I just wanted to be good at it, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of yeah. course, everybody, everybody wants the accolades and stuff. But you know, I feel like you gotta have that one, that one thing in your mind is like first you gotta do it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can't expect everybody else to feel some type of way about it, and you're not doing it for you. True. Because if you true. do it for everybody else, and you go in the booth and do this song, and it comes out and it don't shock people like you want it to shock people, then you're gonna 
be all down and yeah, you know, come out just yeah, 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 I know what you're so, so that, that's very true. that what made it different, you know what I'm saying? Because I was like, man, I'm doing it for me. And, of course, again, going back to I wanted to impress my brother, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's what that was. True, I understand. I had, um, I had, I had, I had, I had one of my older cousins. Um, 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 you know, like I used to play basketball when I was in high school, you know. My grandma comes to the game. My different family members come to the game. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate that. But I had my um, one of my older cousins used to come to the game. Anytime he came, it was like I, I feel like I had to show him. I had to show out that game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had to show out, and, it, and and like it was crazy. Every time he came to a game, it's like that's when I would just ball out, ball out of control, hard, yeah. ball out of control, like from start to finish. You know what I'm saying? Just so I could get in the car, get in his car, and be like, yeah, I did that I shit, did, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be like, yeah, then you saw that three right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if now I knew I was going to get in the car, he's going to trash talk me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I, so I didn't really want to hear that trash talk. So I'm like, man, he at the game. I'm about to shine, for real. Yeah. And that's what it is. And anything that people be doing, man. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Anything. And that definitely happened with me, with music. That's just how, how I looked at it. Like damn, as long as I get have him proud of me, it's 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 a wrap. I ain't gotta worry about nobody else. Now my woman too, you know what I'm saying? As long as she's happy with it and too. And I already know she is, but like I said, yeah. it takes it back to my brother, you know what I'm saying? As long as he was good with it, how I came on with it and how I progressed and showed my ass out here for real, like Yeah, hey, I know what you're saying. You deal with the results. Yeah, you know good. what I'm saying? I know you're saying you deal with the results in the end. I feel it. I feel it. You know, so, you know, to, you know, you brought up your um, um, your woman. How long have y'all, you know, been dating? We've been dating consistently for about four years now. That's a, that's, uh, and that's a while. Yeah, we've been knowing each other for eight. Mm. So, right before, right after her, the, the newborn, the, um, the boy, yeah, he turned seven last year. Okay. So, yeah, it's been that long. Nah, it lasts a long time. So, like you know, like you know, most times when, you know, I feel like what stops a lot of sometimes rappers and you know artists or people, whatever they're doing, that they're trying to they trying to create something for themselves. You know, is um, the people that's around them. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you know, sometimes, you know, if your woman not supportive or she's negative or she mm-hmm. don't really believe me, you know, so, and so, you know, most times they don't even have to be uh, thinking about, you know, saying her, oh, good job every time, every time she hears a song, oh, that's a good song, I'm proud of you. It's not really about that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it's really not. about, you know what I'm saying, the money. It's not about that. It's about sometimes if you don't feel like your spouse or your significant other is not, genuinely in their heart believe in you mm-hmm. sometimes that can stop your creativity or that can discredit you or they can make you lose focus so how does she feel about you doing music well at first she didn't care about it like she knew that it was before her before she came around so she said she'll never ever stop me from making music but like I said, over the time, she she was like, all right, she she got more with it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at first she she didn't really like not supporting me like that. Like she just knew I did music and she just didn't care. She yeah. was like, okay, this became before me. This was here. She was doing that before me, so I'm not gonna like try to tell him to stop or anything. But she listened to certain stuff, and but now it's it's different. She 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 hears me. 
and she understands and she likes some of my music and I'm not saying all yeah I know <laughs> think she likes all I don't know though but you know she'll have to tell you that but like yeah she um she she grew to love what I do you know what I'm saying she knew that I care a lot about it so it's cool so like you know have y'all ever had that conversation because you know especially like you know, when you're not doing entertainment, doing anything entertainment, you know, you're always going to have women at your job, women at the store, women you see at the gas station. There's always going to be women around, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, do have y'all had that conversation where she feel like, you know, if you're traveling on the road or, you know what I'm saying, you're not at home as much, do you, do you feel like she'll be able to handle that? Because, you know, sometimes they can, like, tear a relationship apart and then you make you have to feel like, oh, hey, do I choose... Is my career or do I choose my relationship? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have y'all got to that point or had that conversation? Well, we haven't had a conversation about it as far as like me being on the road. I mean, we thought we, we had many thoughts and stuff about it, many dialogue about it many times. And like, I always told her, like, if that was to happen, she was going to be with me anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people like to leave their people behind, but and that's a good that's a good thing you brought up. You know, what I'm saying that's a good thing you brought up. I, I I never was that person to try to leave somebody behind. Like if she if she strive for my music just as much as I did, like that's all I want ever is people that say they're fans of me. Yeah, really focus my music the way I do, then they with me to to the end. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody, a group of people will push my music as far, as much as I push my music. Man, they're friends for life. They're family for life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit there, oh, well, I made it. I don't need y'all no more. I'm not going to yeah. do that. Y'all coming with me. Y'all going to be part of my entourage or something. Y'all yeah, going to do something. Like, you helped me get to where I wanted to go. So yeah. I always told her, like, that that was the reason why I wanted her to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's I, a good thing. Yeah, I, I'll never leave her behind, behind. But... That's what I was looking for. I was looking for somebody to really, and that's, I'm still looking for that. I'm still looking for people to push my music and share it and like it. Not just like it, but just share it to other people and people that I can't get in touch with because people know different people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may know somebody that's a DJ or a person at a radio station, but I don't. Yeah. So if I give it to you and you push it as much as all I do, just to push it to them to get my stuff on the radio, to yeah. give me a tour or something then why not take you with me? You helped me get to where I couldn't even reach because I didn't know that person. You sure. did. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I cared about. And, you know, we had that many talks. Like, not many talks, but we had certain little conversations about it. And that's why I wanted her to understand. Is that right there. That's all I cared about. As long as somebody pushed my music as much as I did, then, hey, we all good. But don't sit there and say you care about it if you don't. Yeah, I know you're saying you don't actually don't care about it. Yeah, yeah I know you're saying. If you don't try to work as hard as I did. Cause mm. I, I worked a lot. Over these years, I worked a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. To make sure that my sound is the way it is. I I made my own mix the way it is so I want how I want the sound. I made my own covers of how I want it to look. Yeah. I did all that by myself. Didn't nobody help me. Nobody gave me no kind of nothing no beats no nothing yeah so when you got that all you got is yourself until people come around and show you you know very it's true. all about that action man that's very true that's very true it's very true you know very true you know i um i you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to get into your business you know what I'm saying, relationship wise you know what I'm saying? i was just asking because you know 
when people listen to this, you know, that's some of the thoughts that they have, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. especially they like a community relationship or they dating someone. Like, these are things that you, if like a lot of people don't have conversations about with, you know what I'm saying, there's different others. So when they get to that point, then their relationship probably fall down, it don't work out. And they can be with the right person, but it doesn't work out how they feel like it worked out because, you know, conversation wasn't had, you know, so. That's the reason why I ask, you know, just so people listen to it, they can also, you know, talk to their significant others and, you know what I'm saying, map out their game plan, things like that. But that's, I really admire that, you know what I'm saying, is what you said, you know, that, you know, instead of leaving her at home, you can bring her. Of course. You know what I'm saying, bring her with you. You know what I'm saying, most guys are like, man, I'm about to go, I'm about to go fuck with these bitches and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So they're not going to bring their woman because they, you know what I'm saying, they want to, do what they want to do after the show, before the show, what the case may be. But, you know what I'm saying, I really commend that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, like, I mean, J. Cole said it the best, man. You can't, you can't have, you know what I'm saying, you can you can have all that in the world, money, cars, the groupies, all that. You can have all that, but nothing don't even come close to that one thing that's at home, your real love that's at home, that real genuine love, man, yeah, that you get when you're at home with your woman and your kids or... You with your, you, you you at home with your people and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? With your brothers and the yeah. real genuine love you feel. How you doing? But um, yeah, that's what it was, man. So you know, that's very cool. You know, so what's the title of your album? Uh, my album. Yeah. It's thank you. Thank you. <laughs> For real, that's cool. It, it, it had uh, dropped on the 24th of December, or was it? No, it was January. January. January, my bad. It was January. I forgot. December was something else. But uh, I had made uh, another album called Before the Internet with songs that my brother, you know. I should uh, like that title name, Before the Internet. That's yeah. That's not, that's no that, was like, that was like some of the songs we already had out that was like on mixtapes over the years. Yeah. But it was like it was like one of those it was like before the internet how I got crazy. Everything is so yeah. all about the internet. Everything's on social media. This was mostly songs that we was doing because we was doing it. Yeah. We had mixtapes or whatever. I so I just put it all together and was like before the internet. This is before that we had <laughs> yeah, everything popping. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So and my brother came up with that really. I just put it out. And I was like, well, I want to do it like this. And he was like, yeah, go on, just make sure you call it before the internet, because, you know, this is what it was before the internet. Yeah. Texas playing? Yeah. No, well, Texas yeah. is not playing. It's just the Super Bowl. You know, people like the, you know. Rep they, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I know, I know, I know Houston. I actually was out today, and I seen some people with some Houston jerseys on. Even though Houston not in the Super Bowl, they still want to. They still rip their, you know what I'm saying, rip their city. Like, hey. I just forgot. I just, yeah, know, I know um, you're saying. I think it's um, 49ers and the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, 49ers yeah. got this, man. Yeah. Like, that's, my, that's my favorite team before they dropped Kaepernick. For real? Yeah. Uh, the reason why I don't even watch it no more is because of Kaepernick. Yeah. He's my favorite player. He is my favorite player. They let him come back to the 49ers. I'll watch the game, but until yeah. then. I'm a big Kaepernick fan. That was way before he was doing what he was doing now. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Like he he was just amazing. He brought them to the Super Bowl twice. Well, since we bring up Kaepernick, do you feel like there's anything in the music industry right now that somebody should take a stand on? Like you know how you know like you know he you know 
he took the knee for the injustices of, you know, uh, African-American people and, mm-hmm. and things going on in society. Do you feel like it's a, 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 a need for the, like, for the same thing, like, but, but, but when it comes to music, though? Yeah, well, of course. Um, social injustice, we need to talk about that. We need to talk about everything that's happening in our neighborhood. Not just that. We need to talk about what's going on in the country that's happening to our people. Of course I feel like that. I'll be selfish to say that I'm, I don't feel like that. Yeah, true. Like that, that we need to talk about that for real because it's important to our people. If we don't show that we care about each other, they won't see it. Exactly. And if they won't see it, then nobody we're back. Gonna see it. Exactly. Nobody exactly. Gonna nobody see it. gonna see it. So that's exactly what needs to happen. We all need to stand up and talk about certain stuff. Now I understand in the game some artists are not going to talk about it because they're scared to lose this, scared to lose that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. And because they'd be so pressed, you know, from the managers and the executives. Yeah, all these people the, around them that know yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah, so they'd be so scared that they're going to lose this or, you know, lose fans over it. But no, nah, like, you're not. You know what I'm saying? Just I think people should just speak the truth where truth is spoken. At, you know what I'm saying? Something's going on in my neighborhood that you lived in. You know what I'm saying? You you came from here too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why not people talk about what's going on in Houston and you came from here? Yeah. But you wanna act like you don't know us? That's why I feel like how how Pimp C was talking about niggas. Like, y'all niggas always wanna talk about this, this and that, but as soon as I see you <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You on you on that other shit. You wanna bring up some nigga name that we don't know, you don't, you, nigga, you ain't been in the hood. Yeah, I, ain't, I don't see nobody on West Time. That's what the Pimp C said that, you know what I'm saying? Y'all want to get on BET talking about some other niggas. And, but when, when, when you in the hood, you don't, you don't say nothing. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, you know what I'm saying? That makes it look funny, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So, people got to stay true and stay close to your culture and, co- and close to your people. That's the biggest thing. You know, I'm glad you brought up culture, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, when it comes to like culture, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, culture is multiple things, you know what I'm saying? You know, you have, I feel like each race has their own type of culture, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, you bring all the races and together, you have one ultimate culture, you know what I'm saying? So for the black community, you know what I'm saying? To me, I think the, the, the biggest part and influence on the culture is the, the arts. You know what I'm saying? I think that plays the most major part. And I feel like, you know, when we hear rappers rapping about, you know, selling dope, fucking bitches, killing and robbing and shit, do you think that, you know, that, that plays a negative impact on a coach? Or do you think that that's just artists using their freedom of speech? I think mostly it's by artists using their freedom of speech because they're only speaking on certain things like that it's from where they come from, yeah. from what they're seeing. That's all they see in the hood. That's all what it is in the hood most of the time. Now, all, not all the time because we don't know all. Yeah. Nobody will ever know all that happens in the street. You may know some. True you may that. know the most majority of it, but you don't know everything that's going on in the street. So when people do that, it's just like you're speaking from the reality of what I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm speaking on the radio of what I've seen, but I've never been about that. I can be all about that too. I can speak on a lot of hood shit that I've seen. I've seen my brothers and cousins do a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. And my brother went through a whole lot. I can I can talk about all that, but why? So yeah. some some somewhat it do bring a negative energy to it, 
a negative effect on us because it's always making us look bad. Yeah. But then again, that's all what's going on in the person's life when they come from the hood most of the time. Nothing is happy here most of the time. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Like we we're 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 the bottom of the totem pole people and we need to like like really change a lot of shit. And we can't do that because, you know, we got people standing in our way. Nobody don't wanna come in back into the neighborhood and help us out. So we gotta do it ourselves. Our drug money, liquor money, beer money, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Stripper money, yeah. dope money, all that we can buy back the neighborhood next week. Yeah. We can buy back America next week with all the money that we making off of all that. Yeah, that's true. Man. So, you know what I'm saying? That's we got we gotta learn how to do that. So I don't I don't really think it, it it's like negative because they only speak and know what they see. Yeah. Or what they do. But most of the time that's not all about that. You know what I'm saying? It's trying to progress it and move it, you know what I'm saying? Change it into something different. Yeah, that's 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 exactly how I feel. You know, when I was um you know what I'm saying, when I was probably like in like high school, you know, I used to listen to a lot of hardcore rap, you know, and you know what I'm saying, a lot of people I was raised around, you know what I'm saying, they didn't condone that, you know, they thought that was a bad image for the black communities, bad this and bad that, but, you know, when you really, as I older and I really start putting things in, in, in perspective, a lot of people who sit there and say that rap or, you know what I'm saying, the arts is bad for the black culture, it's a bad representation, but it's like, who are you trying to impress? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying, who, who, who are you trying to impress to make the whole black race looks so good, why are you trying to impress somebody else? Why don't yeah. you be true to yourself and self your own kind for who they are? Yeah, and, and that was my only thing. That was exactly what I'd be talking about every day, every time I see it. Like, damn, we, we've been singing the same songs for 30 years now. Yeah, true. You know, right. these bitches ain't shit, it's all about money, get this, get that, I'm a floss, I do this, do that, I sold this, sold that. It's been talked about for so damn long. Man, change the subject, please. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why I, I never did it because it's like it was the same shit. When people hear me, rare the the rare people, the rare bunch of people that actually listen to me, they don't say well you don't talk about nothing. Man, I'm glad because it's different. I'm like yeah, why would I? I? I got a whole lot of stories my brother be telling me, but that's the stuff that he just tells me. Yeah, you know he talked about it in his music, but most of the time. Like I said, it's hard for people to get over and, and for really to get out like that and make it like that because it's the, like I said, it's the same stuff that you're hearing now. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? It was way more truer because all that stuff really did happen and he did see that. Yeah. He was he he was a part that he was doing most of the stuff. So it's just like you know what I'm saying? Like you just it just it just comes to the point with me. I'm just like, dang man, like when is enough is enough, man. True though. And it's just like dang. When we gonna change it up? Yeah. Is it always gotta be like this? You don't want people to come in the hood and just thinking it's all bad. You don't want people to be like, oh man, I gotta protect myself twenty four seven. We should we should all be able to just enjoy people's time and being around people just because we're the same people. We're all the same people. Yeah, true. You know, I be feeling like you know sometimes people don't be you know like people mindsets are not. Me personally, I feel like people's mindsets, as you know what I'm saying, some people's mindsets are, but I feel like as a majority of their mindsets, uh, the viewers that listen to the rap music, their mindsets are not ready for the type of growth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, for example, like I feel what you're saying, but it's like, 
you know, most times, you know, most people want to hear that little bounce trap, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> trap beat, you know what I'm saying, especially yeah. like in the youth, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I love it too. So, but if you're sitting around, you talk about, about, you know, coming together, you talk about financial freedom, you talk about self-independence, you talk about, you know, liberation, you, you, you rap about these things on a conscious level. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the listener doesn't think like that or doesn't have the type of mindset, it's like it's gonna it's, be hard for them to grasp to it. To, yeah, exactly. To it's gonna fall like on a, a deaf ear. They're like, yeah. man, what is he even talking about? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know nothing about that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know nothing about that. So let me change it. Make me feel stupid. Yeah. Like they think like that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that you know, like for me, like you know what I'm saying? Like if I rap or do something like that, I like to try to add like a little balance. You know what I'm saying? Like I just put some positive, something real in it, but I like to add some ratchet shit to it so yeah. so their can minds can co- comprehend some of the stuff that you're talking exactly, about exactly you know what I'm saying it's like a baby you know what I'm saying sometimes you're trying to feed like a little baby food you gotta he comes to airplane you gotta do something yeah. where they feel like oh my you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah it's cool yeah. you know what I'm saying it's cool so you gotta have a little mystery you know what I'm saying before I think as a, as a whole we can actually uh-huh. move forward and understand you know what I'm saying what it's about Oh no! I, I I told you, man. I don't I don't stop recording. You know, it's 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 such a beautiful day out here. You know, I was just out out and about. Went to do some things downtown today. Then I um I decided to do this little interview with my you know saying my you know saying one of my close friends and it's it's, it's pretty cool. You know, a lot of times I be feeling like you know when you're trying to start something or you're trying to. You know, be successful in life, you know, you got to understand what success is to you, you know. And success is, you know, having a, a three or four bedroom house and, you know, you're, you know, you're, you have your, you know what I'm saying, your wife and your kids and, you know, you have a stable financial job, you know, that's success. And I, I know to me, that's, that's success to me because I, I come from the hood. I come from a place where, you know, people don't have anything. People don't, I said, we don't even have, you know, um, our family where your mom, your dad is, is in the same household. You know what I'm saying? Not, not, not even bringing up that the marriage is good or not, but just, just having a father and mother in the same household. A lot of people don't experience that. So when they do get a house and they get a wife and they're raising their kids, that's like a blessing because, you know, that's, you know, that's something that the black community don't really experience at all. You know, like as a whole, it's, it's, really, it's really rare, especially if you're coming from probably our urban neighborhood. You know, so also, you know, another thing um, I love talking about, man, like I was saying, man, it's such a, be- a beautiful day outside, man. Like, it's it's, 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 it's so pretty, man. Like, yeah, it, is. it is, man. Like, when I sit there and tell you, man, like, I told myself, uh, when was that? I'm 27. I told myself when I was 19 that I was going to be, um, I wanted to, like, interview people and things like that, but I never did it. You know what I'm saying? It took me eight years to actually do what I said, you know, but, and a lot of different things transpired, you know, where I stopped because I was, people told me, man, you shouldn't be doing it. You should go into education. You just stick to that and, and shit like that. But, and I, and, you know, when you're young and you, you know what I'm saying, you kind of gullible, you know what I'm saying, things like that. You listen to what people say, especially if you feel like they have money or they have a certain success or status that you want 
or you feel like it's important, you you feel like you have to listen to that. But as I said, oh, you realize you really don't, man. Yeah, it's like you really know. don't. It's all about being happy within yourself. It does. You know, so that's, yeah. that's very true. Be happy with yourself and what you do. That's why I never stop making music. There's so many times I said to myself, man, I'm going to stop. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going no fucking well. But then I have to check myself. Some people have to check me too. Like, nah, bro, keep doing, keep pushing, King. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you got it. It's, it's, it's hard. It's really hard, but you know. You know, I feel like, um, I feel like, Jay, I, I, I feel like it's not that it's hard. I feel like, I feel like the shit is easy to me in my mindset, but I feel like the haters and the negative motherfuckers make shit hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like without that, you take away all the haters and the negative energy and shit, I feel like shit would be like the fucking river water just flowing back and forth smoothly. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But it's always going to be somebody, you know what I'm saying? Especially when people have shit, because I'm, 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 I'm a real motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I always try to be honest at all times. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm growing. I, feel like I, don't have, I don't have to lie to no one. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't like my truth. That's, that's your fault. That has nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, especially like when, you know, people who, who's like a rapper like me, I want to start my own. I'm going, not want, but I'm going to have my own record label. And, and it's not to make money. My record label is not to make money off artists. I swear to God, it's not. It's to really help young artists out there overcome those barriers. You know what I'm saying? The barriers where, oh, you got to, I feel like, I feel like you shouldn't have to go to the radio station, pay him these racks and this money just to get your shit played. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I feel like you shouldn't have to do that. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? The radio station should, should they have interns or A&Rs or who, who, whoever they have listen to local artists and, and see, okay, it's good enough to get played or good enough to get listened to, by, you know what I'm saying, listened to by me, then you shouldn't have to go pay these people off. You shouldn't have to go and, you know what I'm saying, go to this person just to get seen. You shouldn't have to do all that dumb shit. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, just the system, the way that it's, it's set up, I feel like it's only set up for a few to make it. And that's why I want to create my own station. I want to create my own everything so people don't have to go through that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I want to have legit stuff that people, you know what I'm saying, you don't have to go through all that, man. You don't have to pay me to me hear your music, I can have one of my interns here, and then they like it, I, you know what I'm saying, I'll play it. I'm saying, you don't have to do all that. And that's what's the, like, the most important thing going on that's, a, that's supposed to be how people should strive for nowadays, like trying to get your own anything, on business, on whatever, you know what I'm saying, because it's so hard to push it to the system, and the system don't take it. Yeah. And then we feel like discouraged, we, we feel like, damn, but am I not good enough? Yeah, true, you start, exactly. You, know you start doubting yourself and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that, so what's gonna stop you? Go ahead and do your own shit, man. That's why I look at Master P, I was watching. Oh, yeah, that's one of my greatest inspirations, I man, swear to God, Master bro. Master P, bro. My greatest inspirations. He, he did it, man. He did all by himself for the money that his people left him. He used all that and put all that into the music and changed the game, man, forever. Yeah, bro. Man, I remember, I swear to God, I remember my very first rap tape or album I had got. I remember um, I was six years old. My grandfather was for Christmas. My grandfather had bought bought, bought me this um, this little radio. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, and he had bought the Master Tape, I mean the Master P um, album. It's, that's when he had, it was, it was, 
Masterpiece, Mystical, um, Shaka, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? It was all them. And I, was, I used yeah. to play that shit every day as a kid, just like jamming out, jamming out, jamming out. You know what I'm saying? That, you know what I'm saying? That really made me fall in love with music too. Just listen to people say what they want. It ain't about the cursing, but just really seeing what they want without. Without no execs being like, you can't say that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can't say that. Because I got my own platform. Exactly. I got my own little thing going. I put my own money behind it. You know what I'm saying? I'm pushing to the record stores. I'm doing it all by myself. I'm putting all my money into it. Exactly. So y'all can't stop me from doing this. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you can't. So that's the important thing, man. And that's what my brother been doing since since he got out. 2011, 2012, 2009. You know, I don't know how long it's been now. It's been so long, I fucking forgot about it. You know what I'm saying? But that's what he's doing now. That's what, that's what we're doing as a team. We're trying to do it by ourselves. And we've been doing it for a long time. And Sometimes it ain't working. It's because like we ain't doing all the hustle shit, really. Yeah. But I think how Master P did it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's always a blueprint, but we gotta do it in our own way. Boy, true, right? You know, and like, like for me, I feel like, you know, my honest opinion, I feel like I'm very good at what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I haven't gotten this good in my craft by just some miracle or, you know what I'm saying, like, or some shit like that. No, I actually put years into this without people even knowing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I feel like, you know, I have times where I'd be like, man, I want to go and, I want to say sell out or go and sign with this record label. I want to sometimes go and sign with this company where I can have my own podcast and they can sponsor me, things like that. But I'd be feeling like, I know me. I know that, you know, I'm 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 not gonna censor my mouth, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sit there and not talk about something because it's not popular or the you know I'm saying it's gonna cause some you know I'm saying unpopular opinions, but no, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? And I and I think that's another important that a lot of black people don't have, you know, especially young people. I feel like Man, when I tell you so many times when I tried to work with people like that I met and they said they want to do this, and I'm like, man, I want to do the same thing. Let's meet up, let's talk, or let's see if we collaborate, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. And they, okay, and I got the number, they don't answer the phone, or they don't meet at the time we want to say meet, or, you know what I'm saying, and, and stuff like that. And I, and I realized that a lot of young people, they live in that fear, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't want to take that chance. Exactly, exactly. They don't want to take that chance. And I'd be like, man, I'm all about taking chances and risks. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about that. I promise that. Yeah, that's how, I mean, that's the first thing that we got to overcome that. Once we overcome that, the sky's the limit, man. Because mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. Bringing it back to Master P. If he ain't take that chance of what he did with all that, he wouldn't be what he was today. You know what I'm saying? Still rich. Exactly. Wealthy probably. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm still making money off this and that. You know, I'm still still doing shows, but you know, people just don't see. Oh, he ain't popping. So the fuck what? You know what I'm saying? He did it in his own way. He don't have to, to be popping anymore. Exactly. But his 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 shit is still standing right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't say that shit ain't standing. Like he out of business or something. He ain't making no money. He making money. He's doing what he what he's comfortable doing now. He's yeah. in a position where he's comfortable and he don't have to force anything or try to push nothing after now because, you know, his son got his son is trying to hold down him now. Yeah. You know, I I, 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 especially like a lot of um, I, pop artists, when I say pop artists, I'm not talking about like 
you know, pop music, but artists who just, they pop real quick and then they gone. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a, a, a lot of artists who nowadays, you know what I'm saying, I feel like they if they did the the mass P route, they wouldn't survive. You, know you wouldn't even know about them because they would they don't have the type of hustle, they don't have the type of full out grind. You know what I'm saying? Not discrediting anyone grind, but a lot of artists don't have the type of determination to stick to what they say they're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure he 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 probably made or and makes more money than these artists make now. You know what I'm saying? Signing with people who do have money. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a bit, you know what I'm saying, credit. Then plus like I feel like the things that he he, he did do, it really gave it really birthed an idea for so many other artists and so many other people to go into independent, to strictly own their own, especially you know what I'm saying? When you see somebody do it, it gives you that inspiration to go and actually achieve those type of goals and how you on your own as well. Yeah, because you're seeing things go a different way. So you're like, okay, well, this is working this way. I don't have to go this route no more. Yeah, he true. He made a lane, so let me just do this lane then. Yeah. The no label lane. Yeah, true. Very, so. very, like, very true, man. Very true. It's not hard. I mean, I mean excuse me, it's not, it's, not, it's not easy because, you know, especially, you know, like me, um, I want to, at some point, um, have my own, you know, say my own network, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, when, you know, a lot of people and, like, companies, you know what I'm saying, they're not going to probably want to work with me or partner with me and something like that, you know what I'm saying? But by just seeing, you know, Mass and other artists who actually own their own and start their own, you know, it, it helps me keep pushing forward, you know what I'm saying? It helps me. I'm saying stay inspired, you know, especially with the age of social media and technology, man, I feel anything is really possible, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Anything is really possible. It really is, man. Just got to take that chance, man. Very true, man. So, like, another thing about, like, your music, you know, what is something that you like the content of your music like what do you really talk about you know what i'm saying like what do you want to your your music to be known for mm, that's a very good question i want my music to be known for uh just showing the real me you know what i'm saying like i want people to understand me and where i'm coming from on certain certain songs i talk about yeah the album that i'm pushing or something like like for instance using my album as an uh, example Thank you. Thank you was just the album I put out just for the people that really supported me. Yeah. The people that all over the years since school, since middle school, how long you want to say? People that actually listen to my music, no matter how trash it was back then or what, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they wanted to hear me on that beat too. Yeah. Or hear me on this or that too. Yeah, I feel That's you. the only thing that I... I push myself out for it to, to make thank you like thank thank you was just for that because all the people that ever supported me they ever liked my music they clicked the link all that that was for them that was for everybody that actually listened to my music and actually helped me grow and actually see what I'm talking about I wanted to hear what I was talking about so that was way important to me to do that for them yeah and there's only a, a small small group of people it's not a lot of people like I know hundreds and thousands of people yeah. it's just a small group of people you know what I'm saying that that's what I wanted to do so thank you was just it's just me saying thank you you know what I'm saying yeah. 
It was just me giving things back to everybody that, that will be loyal to me and who have already been loyal to me from the beginning. And that goes all back to everybody I knew from school. Everybody that's still yeah. probably listening to me or, oh, man, you still doing music? Yes. Okay. Dang, man, I need to hear some of your news. I've been out of touch. And I'm sitting on that link. And like, just, it's just like one from those kind of people. Yeah, true. So that's what thank you was to me, man. So that's how I feel if, if like, that's all I want people to know me for is try to, to see people, see them the way they supposed to see me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want them to see me as that person. To try, to try. Uh, not to say try, but um, just to look at who I actually am. I want them to see me for who I am. So yeah. I never want nobody to really like me. I mean, it won't hurt. I want people to like yeah, me. Too, you I know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just want people to see me as that, like a real, genuine person. Yeah, true. Like a that. cool person. Just like how I was in school. Like, just, but this is the other side of it, though. You know? Yeah, I feel what you're saying. That's all the world. Yeah, I feel it. I feel you, man. It's um, it's this quote. It's this quote I read somewhere. Um, man, I wish I could remember that quote. Man, and I, 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 I hate that sometimes. Like you know, what I'm saying you, you, you know, what I'm saying you have these quotes in your mind. But I know me, I had, I had this quote that I wanted to say, but I forgot it. But it's this very good quote. You know what I'm saying? And it, Forgot about it. Yeah, I forgot about it. I forgot the name of the quote, man. But but it was really something to do with um, music. You know what I'm saying? But maybe later on, in, you know what I'm saying? In the interview, I probably remember it. But man, I really hate that, man. But what are some of the artists that, that like, if you have to name like three or four or five artists that really inspired you, you know, who, who would that be? Well, first, it was my brother. Which he, his rap name, he go by Jug, Jig, Jig, Jug. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Second one, of course, is Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Third is J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Four is Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And of course, Big Sean would be fifth. Okay. I mean, Drake is in there too, but I think Big Sean is why I'm mostly. More, I can relate more to yeah. as far as like. I relate to Big Sean a lot too, man. Not getting that. that, that that recognition that I feel that he deserves right now of being the artist that, that, that he is. Like, I feel like I, I relate to him more. But, you know what I'm saying? Mostly, mostly become, like, right now is J. Cole for sure. Because, like, I, I feel like my vibe is so him now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I want to do stuff on my own. I want to do no features. I want to get yeah, I know what you're double saying. platinum with no features and stuff like that. I want to do stuff like that. Cause people don't think about it, but another case is some. Most of the time, I feel like Wayne. I want to feel like I, I want to get on everybody's stuff. Yeah, I know everybody. I, I want to kill everybody's shit just because I love doing this. Yeah, true. Like he said, I am music, so that's that feeling. True, man. We got five more minutes left. Five more minutes left. Anything else you like to say before we kind of wrap it up? I just say, man, like. For all the people that are listening, man, don't don't stop. Whatever you're doing, man, keep that faith. Keep that faith about what you're doing and how you're doing it. Whatever it is, yeah. business, music, art, whatever. Yeah. 
keep doing it, man. It's hard, man. It's hard. Like I'm not sounding like I'm not telling people, to, you know, like I made it or something. But you know, I feel like I made it because I made a point where it's it's it feels real good to do what I'm doing. Yeah, it does. And I have to worry about this person giving me this. This person giving me that. I mean, I'm gonna like that, but. All this was because of me. Yeah, true. I know what you're saying. Especially when you do it, you know what I'm saying? Do some work that you're proud of, man. It really it really makes you feel good inwardly, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Go listen to the album. You can check me out. Okay. And what streaming platforms can they find your album on? Every platform. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, uh, Amazon Music, YouTube. Search my name, J Swag Two Official, J S W A G, Two, the number two, no official, all caps. <laughs> cool, 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 man. I appreciate you taking this time out, out your day, man, to do this interview with me. I really appreciate it. Of course, man. You know what I'm saying? This is I, I, I like this. I like this interview. Um, it's not gonna be the last time. Oh, I'm, I'm going to interview you again, especially a couple of years later. You know what I'm saying? Then we're going. To, I want to do a visual. You know what I'm saying? And, and go more in depth into, you know, the actual music and the history of it, you know, you know, and, and really how it affects, you know, your thought patterns, you know, because I'm I'm really a nerd to this, you know what I'm saying, and then and, and the frequencies and how that affects it affects decision affects so much, man. Now I would like to thank everybody who's out there listening right now, and I hope that you enjoyed this, you know, this podcast interview, and this will not be the last one that I'm going to have and you just just stay listening and stay in tune and stay focused on your life man for sure and once again one last time what's the name of your album thank you thank you and and what's the name that they can find you under J Swag 2 Official J Swag 2 Official is that going to be the number 2 or the number 2 okay okay cool 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 you know like in, 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 and like he said, you can find it on all streaming platforms. So go out there, especially you know him since, you know, he, he just, when he been doing music or just not hearing about him, go out there and, and give it a listen. Especially when you have nothing to do, just at home, bored, working out. Just give it a listen, you know. You may find some tracks you like, you know. So anything else? That's going to be about it? Yeah, I think that's about it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm. I think that's about it. I think I'm pretty much done too. Once again, thank you all for listening. This is Pablo, and you have now listened to the Butterfly Fit. Peace. Chill. Uh, good evening, everyone. You know, my name is Daniel, and I'm back at it again. You know, so so far I've only put out two podcasts. So, you know, for this third one, I want to actually. I give people out there who who really don't know or have heard my podcast a little breakdown about myself and you know why I'm on here, you know, blabbling sometimes and just, you know, talking or just, you know, giving out valuable information. You know, so my name is Daniel Wilson, you know, I'm currently twenty seven years old, you know. I'm a I'm a single bachelor in Houston and you know a couple years ago I wanted to start a podcast, but you know, I felt like it wasn't a lot that I want to talk about. It, I had a lot to talk about, but things I want to talk about, I, I I feel like you know I didn't want to talk about it at the time. So, you know, fast forward a couple of years later, I I was thought you know a lot of time has passed and I've learned a lot of different things that I feel like is valuable for people to like learn and listen to. 
So I decided to go ahead and start my podcast. You know, I didn't start off, you know, normal how, you know, a lot of people start off, but I think that's what's kind of unique about mine. You know, it's called the the, the butterfly fit, you know. You know, and, um, I call it the butterfly fit because, you know, I feel like, you know, um, I really like butterflies, you know, I feel like they're, like, they're very peaceful creatures, you know, amongst, like, uh, other life forms and living forms, you know, so I feel like, you know, I like their journey, you know, how, you know, you start, you know, a little caterpillar, then you go in your cocoon, then you bust out the cocoon, then you fly, you know, into this, you know, this world and, you know, go as you please. I feel like that's how I am right now on my journey of uh, starting my podcast and, you know, develop myself, you know, so I like my podcast and everything that me and my team and my company is doing, you know, right now we're like in our little butterfly stage, you know, we just caterpillars crawling along, you know, trying to stay out the way, trying to, you know, find a little branch we can crawl on and grow together with, you know, <laughs> then when it's time for us to take off, you know, we're going to take off together. So that's the reason why that's the name behind it, you know, um, currently right now, um, I'm not in school or anything like that, you know. I plan on going back to school, you know, but currently right now I'm not, um, I'm really just focused on, you know, developing, you know, my craft and my talent and what I do and um, building my team strong so, you know, we can have a very successful company that, you know, that's going to be around for many years to come. And so, um, you know, there's going to be a couple of things I'll talk about tonight. I'm going to talk about my company and me, myself, you know, not too much about myself, but um, I'm going to talk, I will share myself in later podcasts. But I'm also going to talk about, you know, the power of thoughts, you know, and how I really changed my mindset and my thought process, you know, for those out there listening, paying attention, you know. So, you know, I started, you know, basically just shit. I was like, you know what? And also, this is not one of those five stars. It's not one of those podcasts, you know, you're going to hear everything politically correct or you're going to hear, you know, you know, you're going to hear some curse words sometime. You know, you're going to hear some provocative things you may not like like or or want to hear or agree with. But that's what my podcast is about. You know, giving people voices who who feel like, you know, they don't want to be heard or who feel like, you know, you know, well, they're, they, they're, their mouths are censored or whatever the case may be. That's what I want my, this platform to be about for people to be able to have their freedom, um, their freedom of expression um, of themselves so they can, you know, be free from those emotions, you know, so, you know, I, I remember I was 19 years old, you know, I was in college, you know, I was on my grind, working, had my own apartment, you know what I'm saying, doing pretty good in school, you know, then, you know, I, I got a couple good little job offers, you know, while I was, you know, freshman in college, and I was like, you know, you know, this is, you know what I'm saying, this, this is pretty cool, you know, I'm getting meeting these new people and stuff like that, and I was like, you know, as I was rising, you know what I'm saying, slowly to my meeting people, I, I start feeling like discontentment with myself, you know what I'm saying, I start feeling like, you know, there's something else I should be doing in life besides just hurry up and graduate in these three years, give me a career job, you know, start, you know what I'm saying, give me a car, give me a house, start a family, you know, I didn't want to follow that traditional pattern of life that was being set up for me, I just didn't want it, you know what I'm saying, I, I saw... Like, all these steps is easy to, to accomplish over time, but I thought, where's the fun in that? You know, knowing every single step-by-step step plan about your life, like, there's no, you know, that's not, that's not fun to me how I want to live my life. So, I, I dropped out of college. I turned down the job offer um, at my job, which was uh, to kind of like a store manager, you know what I'm saying? I've been making some pretty good bread at 19, but I turned that down, too. 
and um, I decided to move back to Houston. You know, I, I was um, going to this school called North Lake in Irving, Texas. I was like, you know what, let me just go ahead and go back and just really just, you know what I'm saying, try to create something to find what I really want to do in life outside of life, school and accomplishing goals. So, you know, I went 19. I've gotten this real serious path with God and all this shit. <laughs> I got real religious, like, you know, at 19. You know what I'm saying? I got real religious, like, you know, I tried to find a deeper meaning in life. You know, I started studying different religions. Like, I started at 19, I started studying, like, you know, Buddhism. Christianity. You know what I'm saying? I started like I started studying like, you know what I'm saying, like being like a Muslim and things like that. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? So um I apologize, I got sidetracked, you know what I'm saying? Some some someone just texts me talking about they can't hold on to my stuff, you know, that's what's about the power of thought, because I really wanna cha cha cha, you know what I'm saying? But you know, back to it. So, um, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there and, um, I'm sitting there thinking like, you know, what I want to do. So I tried to start, like I was saying, I studied different religions. Um, I started also studying, um, like, um, I, I don't know the name of religion, but like, you know, like different beliefs of like the Chinese culture and the Japanese culture. I started like also paying attention to like how they live their lives and things like that. Also, like, um, I stayed around, like, um, a lot of, like, Indians um, and Pakistani families. So I used to go out there and talk to them, and they used to tell me about their way of life and, you know, about yogis and things like that. So at 19, I started, like, you know, like, man, I really like this, I'm saying this, you know what I'm saying, this, um, this, like, this new profound thought process I was having, you know, from experiencing talking to other people. I started finding, like, the deeper, like, happiness, you know, and contentment. Of myself, and I was like, you know, this is something I, 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 I'd rather find. So I go back to Houston, you know what I'm saying? I'm come back and think, you know what I'm saying? I found this new profound way to live life, y'all. I'm thinking I'm coming back 19, like, I'm to tell my family, like, I've been talking to these people, bro. This is how you live. But she, a lot of people weren't trying to hear what I was saying. A lot of people thought that, you know what I'm saying? Instead of them looking at me as 19, dropping out of college and turning on these job offers to take control of my life and do what I want to do. They looked at me as a failure. They looked at me like I was making big mistakes. I didn't know what I was doing. A lot of people in my family were saying like, oh, he he failed out of college, which wasn't true. You know, so I chose to stop going. You know, and, you know I, I realized like, man, like, you know, people would make up lies and stories versus what you're actually telling them out your own mouth. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say the power of thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Especially for like, you know, if my team listening, um, you know, you have to sit there and truly have like a thought process where no matter what, you know, the outside world is saying or what, you know, your inner circle is saying, like you got to always have your mind focused on yourself and, and the shit that you have to take care of. You can't really worry about what like people saying or what the articles being wrote about you. You can't worry about things like that you can't give energy to it because once you do you're allowing like 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 a little um energy portal to go back and forth through your mind that you know what i'm saying then that's how the negative thoughts start reoccurring and you start feeling like different emotions and you start getting out of touch with yourself because you open this pathway for negativity and nonsense and, and lies or whatever the case may be to enter into your, like, your sanctuary, which is your mind to me, like, you know what I'm saying, like, your peace of mind, because your mind helps you be calm, helps you control things, so, you know, I had to deal with that, 
You know what I'm saying? 19, I, wanted, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? I said, I said 19, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, have my own little, um, um, my own little company, you know what I'm saying? I told myself I was going to have my own little company. I said I was going to, you know, I want to be, a, I want to do acting, I want to do model, I want to, you know what I'm saying, be a writer, you know, and things like that. I told myself I, I can do that outside of school. So I said I want to be like self-owned. So I started that at 19, and it took me a very long time to actually officially get it to where I wanted to go, but I'll tell later stories on why I, I did a lot of pause and go and reevaluation, you know, but it all starts with the power of the thoughts, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, like, a lot of people told me, yeah, I was crazy for doing the things I was doing, but with not focused on my own life, I was literally seeing that I was producing results. So no matter what people saying around me, I'm thinking, but the things I'm doing actually producing results. Even if it's not the results you feel like should be produced, it's still results that's being produced regardless. So I sat there. I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I came back home. I was like, you know what, God, I'm giving my life to you. I got baptized again, all that. You know, I started, I was getting real religious. And then, you know, I started seeing how a lot of these people were living. I was like, man, like they did, you know what I'm saying? They doing all these different things. Obviously, of how I'm living and uh, they being successful, I thought, man, maybe it's more to just being spiritual. It's more to being spiritual in life, you know. So I kind of put down the pause and I started going out, partying, drinking a lot, smoking every single day, you know, just living that little free life. And I found truly happiness in it, you know, like I found true happiness in that type of lifestyle as well, you know. And I, I've learned that, you know, your perspective is really key in anything you do in life. If you sit there and you look at someone's life and you judge them on how they feel or how they live and you, you think that they're unhappy because if you was living that type of life, you would be unhappy, but that's not true. You know, it's all about perspective and what you want in life. And a lot of times people will try to control that. They'll try to control your happiness, you know what I'm saying? They try to control what you think is important in life and what should be important. And they'll literally forcefully put their, you know what I'm saying, their thought patterns and you know what I'm saying their psychological way of living into your life you know and people like that learn you have to kind of like maneuver and keep them away from you because it stops you from growing as a human being how you should be growing your own individual journey you know what I'm saying because everybody doesn't belong on your journey because some people are not there to really help you know what I'm saying or really teach you something you know some people are there to just you know what I'm saying to just like cause confusion and distractions so I'm 21, I'm sitting there doing my thing. And then I was like, you know what? Um, at the time I was um I was just going to work every single day. I was sleeping on someone's floor. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, man, what do I want to do? So I remember telling myself, you know, I used to watch um, The Breakfast Club every single day. You know, so I remember myself, you know, I said, man, I, 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 this is something I'd like to do. I'd like to, you know, give our information to people. You know what I'm saying? Catch up on the daily, you know, gossip, little tea. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like to do that for the streets, you know what I'm saying, for people. Because I know, you know what I'm saying, people be so busy. I was like, you know, sometimes, you know, the news, you know, you don't want to hear that. Or it, just be, it could be fake or it can just be overexposed. You know what I'm saying? Well, it just depends on the situation. And so I was like, man, that's something I want to do. So at the time I was 21, I wasn't in school, just working at the little clothing store, you know what I'm saying, doing retail, I was a security guard, you know what I'm saying, I was like, man, it's something else, I was like, man, I want to do that, but I didn't have any connects, you know what I'm I didn't even have a car, I didn't even have a phone, I literally didn't have a phone, no car, no social media, no Instagram, I didn't have anything at 21, you know what I'm saying, and so, 
I was like, you know what? I remember me, um, and I remember me rolling up me a sweet. I was like, man, God, this is what I want to do. I don't know nobody. I ain't got nothing. I, I was literally, yo, I didn't have no, I didn't have no ID. I didn't have no birth certificate. I didn't have no social security card and no passport. I didn't have shit. <laughs> I didn't have a fucking thing. All I had was the money in my pocket and my fucking self. As I say, the power of thought. If I can sit there twenty one and have nothing, and and now my life is totally different. Like it's you know what I'm saying. You can make it out here in America. You know what I'm saying. You just have to have people out there that's willing to help you and good friends like I've had over the years. Without the friends that I've had since middle school, you know I'm saying I wasn't sure their names because you know what I'm saying I don't I don't know if they were grew me sharing their names. Cause I haven't asked, spoke spoke to them about that yet, but. If it wasn't for those people I know since middle school that was around me in my early years, I wouldn't have probably had the type of confidence, you know, or, you know, we really thought that because they also had a great, like, importance of helping me survive and my day-to-day struggle, you know what I'm saying? And I thank my friends for that, you know what I'm saying? So, I told God, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. So, I prayed. I just open my Bible. My grandma used to always tell me, anytime you want to talk to God, you know what I'm saying, just pray, close your Bible, just open it, and where the first chapter you read, you know what I'm saying, just read it, and God will speak whatever he needs to be speak to you, even at that moment, or later at night, or another day, but whatever God wants you to hear, he will, he will give it to you in the time he wants you to hear it. You know what I'm saying? So I did that, smoked my weed, read, read the little chapter, and I was like, all right, I give it to you, God. You know what I'm saying? Then... When things happened, I started volunteering. I got back in school. Um, I started meeting people. This guy, I ended up meeting random, randomly, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy how God worked. Like, I remember me, I literally had probably like seven, I probably had like five, five dollars probably on my card. And I needed that to get to work, you know what I'm saying? And But God kept telling me, man, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I believe in God, you know what I'm saying? Some people call it spirit guys, whatever you call it. You know, it's not really a channel, but I'm just saying my belief system. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, God, 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 I feel like the boy, my God was telling me, you know, go to his little community center. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I'm not going down there, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just bought my weed. I got to, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no gas money to drive down there to drive back. I got to get to work. Then wait till I get paid and I can chill at the house next two days. So I was like, all right. God just kept telling me. Something just kept telling me, go, go, go. I was like, you know what, God? I'm listening to you, you know what I'm saying? I was like, God, if I, if I get fired because I ain't got no gas, it's on you. You know what I'm saying? So I remember me driving down there. I went to the community center. Wasn't knowing going on. As I was leaving, I was like, God, why'd you tell me to come down here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was pointless. So I was like, man, man, you be tripping, then. I told myself that then. And then uh, the director had told me before I left, he was like, go buy, um, you know what I'm saying? Because it had some black um, businesses outside. He was like, go support our black business. Like, you know what I'm saying? Go buy something. It's not that much. I was like, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? tripping. I said, if I had no money, but I was like, let me just go see what they got out here. So I went out there. Now I'm seeing stuff, and I heard this old, this guy over talking, saying, "Hey, how like he was throwing this event, and a lot of performers, a lot of performers like counseled on him and things like that. He was like, he just need anybody. So I was like, man, I do poetry. I was like, shit, let me go see if I can get on stage then. So I went over there to talk to him. I was like, hey, I overheard you saying you need performers. I said, I do poetry. Can I you know, perform? He's like, yeah, yeah. So I got his contact. You know what I'm saying? And she showed me the date. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, as I was going home, I was like, man, look at God. You know what I'm saying? If I never would have went to where God was telling me to go, 
or where the voices or that that feeling where the intuition was telling me to go, I never would have got that guy contact and I ended up performing on stage, you know what I'm saying? And it was recording, it was pretty cool, even though I messed up, you know what I'm saying? But it was a cool experience. I got interviewed afterwards, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot I, I liked the experience. You know, and like so from that point forward I just started just really just like realized like man your thoughts is crazy because then I got my car you know, I ended up giving me an apartment. I got my ID, you know what I'm saying, my birth security, my social. It was like I went from having nothing to having my own place, having my job back in school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was really building a rapport for myself. And it all started off the power of thought and having good people around you that to help you. You know what I'm saying? So I sat there, you know, I did that. Then I got like 22, you know what I'm saying? I started thinking, man, I want to take this thing further, you know? I was like, man, okay, so... I started writing up concepts how I want my podcast to be and things like that and everything was going well, you know, and then I realized, you know, a lot of times, you know, life will kind of like throw you a curveball, you know, most people know that and like it depends if you if you miss it or you hit it, either way, you know what I'm saying, something has to be done, so you can't just stand there, you, do, you, you hit the ball, you stand to be out or, you know, if you you, you strike out and you stand there, you know, they're they going to escort you off the field because you won't go back to the dugout. So you have to move regardless. You know what I'm saying? So things start transpiring. And, you know, I sat back and started realizing, you know, everything that I, 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 I was thinking was happening. But every time something I thought would happen, something would come, like a different reality would come and kind of like, you know, slow it down or bring frustration in my life. And that's when I realized that, you know, it's like, um, it's, I read this in one of the Buddhist, um, Buddhism books, you know, is that it's like the yin and yang of life, you know. Anytime something like life gives you something good, it's always going to be like a negative energy at the same moment attached to it, you know what I'm saying? You got to always remember that and accept it as, you know, a good gift. Even if the gift comes with problems, it's still a good gift, you know what I'm saying? It comes from above. So I started thinking that, and then around that time, you know, that's when I started formulating my company because I realized, you know, man, I really, I, I saw my talent and when I was writing, I saw, I saw how, how hard I would give every single morning, you know, I would go to convention, I, I, I would research a lot of different topics, I would, I, I would just write a lot, you know, I would read a lot and write a lot, read a lot, write a lot, I would do it every single day, and um, I started realizing that, you know, like your brain patterns and like you know how, how to increase your thoughts you know and how to increase your remembrance uh, and um i read this article from the american psychological association um how you know sometimes you have so much space in your mind and sometimes you need to clear your mind out by the things you hear the things you read things you say people things people the conversation you have it, like all that accumulates to like your brain space you know, sometimes if you have all that clutter in your mind, it's hard for new thoughts to, to like, press to the front part of your mind where you can think and focus on it because it has to fight through so much other clutter. So when I read that, I was like, hmm. So what I did, I started taking, I took the TV out of my um, room in my apartment. Um, I I um, I took out the radio in my, in my bedroom, the TV out. Every day when I come home, I would turn my phone off. Like, as soon as I got in the house, turn my phone off. 
you know, and and I would just chill in my room and I would just read, write, or just sit there and just smoke weed, but I would not have any type of technology in my room because I want to clear my mind because I realize I wake up in the morning. I was wake at the time I wake up in the morning. As soon as I get up, I'm checking Instagram, Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm listening to music, watching YouTube, you know what I'm saying? People, I go to work, talk to people, you know what I'm saying? I talk to kids. I come home, I watch TV. I realize that every single day, my mind is always consumed by something else besides my own thoughts. So I, so that's why I decided to do that. And then when I did that, I started coming up with so many great ideas on how I wanted my company to be, the names, the different departments. I, ideas start naturally flowing once I disconnected from like technology within my home. You know what I'm saying? Like It was like a freeing thing. It, it was a hard um, adjustment at first because it was something that I wasn't used to. You know, I used to having a TV in my room and everything like that every single night. You know what I'm saying? So not having it, it was kind of hard at first because it's like, man, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. But once you get past that boredom, you start plugging in different activities and different positive things that you want to do when you're bored. You see more results because you start seeing, realizing that you have a lot more time in your life. You just have to know how to utilize that time. And it takes brain training, but it can be done for for anyone that, that, that really wants it. So when I did that, I was like, okay, I got my company name. I know every single thing I want to do. And I, and I want to create the company also because, you know, it, it, was, it was a lot of people I was listening to and talking to. They had so many amazing ideas and different conversations I was having. I was thinking, man, like, these people just don't have a platform where they can be heard. And I thought, you know, there's a lot of other amazing, talented people and artists who who are great but just don't have the platform so I was like you know I want to create a platform for them you know what I'm saying so that's why I started my podcast that's why with one of my podcasts um the second one I started you know one of the artists that I know you know what I'm saying so people like him is the reason why I created my podcast you know as my podcast grows you know they get however the podcast can help them that's fine you know, so like that's that's my thought process. And I started thinking, man, I can turn this little podcast into something way more than what it is. And it all started with the power of the thoughts. You know, then I started sitting in my room. I was like, you know what? If I sat there, I sat there in the apartment two years ago, I was sleeping on the floor and I had nothing. Now I have an apartment, I have a car, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm have everything. Now the thoughts I'm having, I imagine I can have that. So I started focusing and repenting to those thoughts and I, I wrote the Bible I wrote I mean, I open my, my Bible I would roll my weed and I would pray and I would read the chapter and I smoke my weed and I close and I just write you know what I'm saying I'll just visualize and even though like for example you know like if you person you want to open up a designer shop for clothes or or, or, or a shoe shop you want to sell shoes even if you don't have the money you don't have the connects you don't have anything you, you you first have the thought. You first have the power of the pen in your hand. You have to write it out. You know what I'm saying? So so you, so you can get life to it. So you can see it on paper first. And you can start doing research on it. And then you just, you know what I'm saying? Don't just try to, I feel like, you know, a lot of things, of course, things cost money. But before you get the money, you can plan 
and strategize and put everything to a face and get the money you already know what you want to do because you already planned it out you know what i'm saying and i feel like it saves you less time and less headache and it keep you motivated in the process as well and so a lot of people are on that time you know of course you're gonna have people who's gonna be like oh that's not gonna happen he's not gonna do that or you know you've been saying this for such such time but sometimes you have to like weed the bs people out you know what i'm saying and i was taught this also by someone that you know you in order for your company or whatever you're doing to grow you have to have people around you to have like like-minded vision like you you know what I'm saying and, and what they mean is they don't have to have the same vision for their life as you but they have this some something that's kind of similar you know what I'm saying so like for example I um I plan I plan on having a production company now they may not have the same vision as me how, how the production company she ran but they may have the same goal in mind that they want to help people voices be heard or they want to work in certain departments because this is something that they always want to do is it's something in common that we have that we can build upon and we can keep our company growing and growing further and further you know so then that's that's like that's that's very key with anything you're doing in life you know what i'm saying so i'm sitting there i'm doing that and then um a lot of things just started transpiring i started meeting people who were who were giving me great advice but then they would withhold their resources or they would withhold their help or they withhold something from me you know what i'm saying and so i started getting i started realizing that you know sometimes especially when you're starting off you probably feel like man you know you got to listen to a lot of these people who are doing the things you're doing who's in radio or who or whoever whatever career path you're going in you got to follow their footsteps or you know listen to what they're doing or if their word is final because you don't know nothing so you just knew but that's really not true sometimes you can have such a knack or a talent for something or you can just be naturally good at something and then sometimes people will see that and they will look at you as competition instead of helping you you know what i'm saying so you have that mind frame oh i just want to learn and do the best i can and they're looking at you like you're like your competition so while you're asking for a helping hand they treat you like your competition, and so it means that they're never really going to help you. That's another thing about the power of thoughts. Like you gotta pay attention to when your mind sees these words, sees these things, and also hear the words people are saying to you. That's another thing I teach people at my company. So if anyone ever interested in the things that I talk about, and I'm doing, you can feel free to message me on any of my social networks or, or sites that you see this being posted on. You know, one thing about working with our team and our company is that we're very straightforward. Um, we teach our our employees about about learning everything on their own, much as possible. Um, I also teach my employees, you know, how to stand firm, how to speak up for themselves, and how to always make sure that anything they put out is a reliable source. I don't like putting out false information in my company. I don't like slandering people. Are, are, are spreading little, you know, saying little juicy gossip just to get a like or little thing like we don't do that here in our company. We're we're a company that, you know, we send out facts and we get our results and our job done and we go home and we live our lives. So if you're interested, these are some things 
that, you know, I, I teach my employees, you know, I teach my employees, you know, to work together. It's always, you know, have a common goal at hand and whatever you do. So, you know, never be afraid of, you know, starting over or never be afraid of re trying to reinvent yourself or whatever case you feel like you need to do at your point in your life. You know, like never be afraid of that. You know, these, these are these are like little building stones I teach my you know my you know my employees and also share with them you know the power of thoughts but also the power of not hearing anything you know it's power and silence you know sometimes um especially i know like my, like my like my team already knows for sure you know like firsthand experience about this you know sometimes you you can start something and you know you have a lot of backlash and you know you have a lot of little you know little you know bickering little you know what I'm saying? A little BS talk. You know, you have your gossip. You know, you're going to have your truths. You're going to have your slander. You're going to have your, you know what I'm saying, your nonsense. You're going to have all these little things. And at some point, you have to tune it out and not even listen to it. Even when they're shoving down your throats and your ears every single day, the same little piece of information, you still have to learn how to tune that out. And I look at it as like a little, like, like a kid, you know what I'm saying, repeating the same thing over and over after a while. You just tune the kid out, you know what I'm saying, they're just crying for attention, so that's what I teach my team as well, is how to tune out a lot of the nonsense and stay focused on the goal that we have at hand, and, and, and everything else really doesn't even matter, because you gotta look at it like this, especially with, you know, this this society we live in, I feel like it's a very, like, kind of sometimes, most times, cutthroat and, and competitive workforce, and that's what any career field I feel like you win it's very it can be cutthroat and it can be very critical that you stay on top of your game so that's why I always encourage you know my people to just stay focused because we have competition don't think that just because you know we're like a little startup company we're just starting we don't have a building yet we don't have a lot of things we don't have don't mean that people don't view us as competition at this moment you know what I'm saying? So that's why you always gotta stay on top of the game, always and always stay focused and, and don't listen to the nonsense because especially when people see you're doing something, they see you can be successful or or they see that you can be a competition or probably get in the way, they can do anything to like try to stop you or slow you down or make sure your company fails. So that's so it's always good to just stay in tune with your you know, saying your fellow employees and, and make sure that everything you're doing that you're on the same page and your communication line is open and is very clear that you understand what each and every person is saying and knowing before you know you go out there and you produce the work you know so that's a, 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 a good, I feel like a good thing working in my company too is that you know we don't sit there and I'm saying treat you wrong. You know, we understand that you're a human being, that you have a life. You know what I'm saying? We try to treat our, um, our, um, well, I know I treat my employees nice and try to treat each other as well and treat each other as human beings. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know, when you go into your job, you work around these people most of the time. Who wants to work in a hostile work environment? You know, I don't. You know what I'm saying? So that's one positive um, attribute by working under my company is that, you know, you want to. You know, like, you know, within my company, it's, you know, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. But outside, you know, you're going to have competitors that you have to deal with. And sometimes 
the competitors go to the stream, but, you know, I teach my employees that no matter what our competitors are doing, that we're going to stay focused on what we're doing, and we're going to keep striving forward. We're not going to look back at what they're trying to do because it's only going to slow us down. You know what I'm saying? Like, our only competition is, 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 is ourselves, so we just stay true to our values and why we first started working together and why we started this thing together, then everything else would trickle in place. I, I truly believe that that hard work outdoes anything, you know what I'm saying? I remember I used to play basketball a lot, and um, everybody in the city knew, you know what I'm saying, our basketball team was the best. Everybody knew that. So when we played teams, you know, sometimes the referees would not call fouls or they would just be against us. And most night, 80% of the time, any team we played, the referees were against us. But we, but we always won because hard work outdoes anything. So I, I, so I also teach my employees that we work hard enough, and we, and, and we know that we're striving, doing our best, and we, and we giving our all. No matter what our competition say or do or try to stop us, it's not because the hard work is going to outdo whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to shine regardless. And so that's a little preview about, you know, my my company, a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm a very straightforward person. I, I, I really don't. Um, I'm a strong minded individual as well. And sometimes, you know, it's hard to work around a person like me um, because um, once I have my mind made up on something, most times I'm not going to change it unless I just feel like it's, the, it's a, a need to change my mind. But most times I'm probably not. Cause I have my reason behind it. Um, I'm not a person who, who, who is always stressed and always upset and always mad. Like I'm really not like that. I'm very chilled. I'm very laid back. I'm a goofy, outgoing person. I really am. Sometimes my job causes me to to be the opposite because I have to be focused at all times. Cause it's always gonna be competition out there. So I always have to have my mind ready. But outside of that, I'm pretty laid back and chilled. Um, another thing about myself. Um, is that I require everyone to meet standards, you know, and one of my standards uh, I'm big on is respect, you know, respecting every single body that walked through that door, every single body that, you know what I'm saying, that you meet out and about is all about respect because you represent my, um, our company since then. And um, I, don't I don't retaliate lashing out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what I mean by that is that if you have other, what I mean by that is if you have other comp companies out there to say writing bad reviews and, you know what I'm saying, just, you know what I'm saying, just trying to slander our names, I don't want any of my employees to feel the need that we have to go out, speak out against it or address it. Like, you know, we don't do those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, we let life take care of it. You know what I'm saying? But we're not going to do that because it's not needed. I, I don't want my employees and my company to stoop down on another company's level because of hatred or bitterness or envy and jealousy, what the case, how they really feel. Like, I'm not going to step down on their level. Like, you need to rise to mine. Another thing about myself is that um, I'm an individual who believes that each and every person should have the ability to think for themselves and make their own decisions. So when you're working under me, I'm, I'm going to make you become an individual, like, because I'm a strong individual. So people who work under me, 
naturally develop those strong individuality type of traits. So I, I require that of you from anybody that worked with me or around me because I'm like that. You know, I'm not if you even though I, I'm I'm the boss of the company and I make the final decisions, I'm still a person. I still understand you go through life or you have things going on and things like that. So I always have this open door policy with my employees and they will tell you that you can come and tell me anything. You can you know what I'm saying if you're mad at me, I've, I've, I've had certain employees who who were mad at me and went off on me, and I, I didn't fire them, I didn't yell at them back, anything. You know what I'm saying? I just understood where it was coming from and why they was really upset, and I took a lot of, into consideration. You know, I don't mean I'm all automatically fired, but I, I'm not, I don't hire people to to look at a way to, to, to fire them. I'm, I said, well, what's the point of hiring somebody if you want to fire them? For any little little thing they do, like this, this to me that's pointless and petty. You know, um, another thing um, about me is that um, I require for my employees to always try to be honest at all times. You know, honesty is very key. If you make a mistake out there, that's fine. Just please come and tell me the mistake that you have made, so we can correct it and make sure everything okay. I don't like my employees trying to hide things from me and try to cover things up because it only makes situation worse. So I always require my employees to be honest with me about every single thing going on in your life. If you're having family issues at home, like please come and tell us. So if you're having a bad day, we can already know and understand what's going on versus us thinking like what's going on, you know. Like we already know because my company is like a family little environment like we're all working together we all if, if if the company don't survive we all got to find jobs we all got bills to pay we all got have to have that type of stress so that's why i try to keep my company like a family environment because we all working to that one goal at least that we can agree on that we want to take care of ourselves and our family so let's work together to keep that in mind Another thing about me is that um, I really don't like people who feel like they can tell me what to do or, you know, push me around or, like, you know, tell me how I should act or what I should say. I really don't like that, you know. And so, so most times if you try to tell me what to say or, like, and I understand people have a, have opinions and things like that, but I'm talking about an aspect of you really trying to force your willpower into my mind or trying to force your willpower into my life on how I should speak, how I should act, how I should conduct myself, how I should dress, things like that, I don't tolerate. No, I really don't. Like, you give your opinion, I say, okay, but trying to daily force it on me, I don't tolerate. And I would address it every single day. I would annoy you. I wouldn't even speak to you because after that point, you're not getting it. So there's no need for us to even speak because you're not getting the point. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes if we get to that point, we don't have to work together. That, that's perfectly fine. I have no problem with that. My company is still going to do what we do regardless. I think people sometimes miss that. They don't understand that sometimes. I guess because me and my team, we're new and, and they have this idea and what they have, what the case may be. Um, another thing also. Um, I talk about the um, the power of like your thoughts. A lot of times, when you're trying to think for yourself and you're trying to figure out what's going on in life and what you should do, and if you you hearing all these vo all, all these voices on your social media sites and your friends, your family, you got all these people people in your mind, 
gotta exit this shit up, man. Like real talk, bro. You gotta just let it all go. And and do what you want to do. I'm trying to tell you, I, I'm a believer that even if you feel like you have the opportunity of your lifetime, what you want to do, you feel like you gotta really change yourself and you gotta break some of your values and your cores just to get that. Me personally, I'm not about that. You know what I'm saying? I've had opportunities and, and experiences. I feel like, man, this can change my life, or this is what I've been waiting for. But I saw that some of my values and, and my beliefs, I would have to let go, or 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 it wasn't accepted, so I didn't take it. Sometimes you have to really bet on yourself and believe in yourself that a better opportunity and better surrounding people will be around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for real. Like I'm big on how people talk to me like this i'm very big on that you know i teach my employees that too like when they're out there in their jobs and things like that it's like you know you really gotta know how to speak up for yourself like i don't like people yelling at me for no reason i don't like people talking to me crazy or you know what i'm saying or sitting there Feeling like they can say whatever to me, you know, like I I don't tolerate the type of disrespect from anyone from on any level because I just I'm not gonna do that to you. I feel like if, if I do it's cause you provoked me or you know what I'm saying you got me to that point where you make me wanna do that. You know what I'm saying? But most most cases I'm I'm just not gonna do that to the average person. It's not because it's not needed. So that's that's one thing I really teach my my employees is to stand strong. Don't let people talk to you crazy. Like that's that don't make any sense. I don't like people asking that they want my company. We're not controlling. I'm not going to try to control your life. I'm not going to try to like once you clock out and you're done for a day with me. That's it. I'm not going to try to control what you do outside my company doors. I'm not fista. I'm not doing none of that. I'm not fista be stalking your social media like like some companies do i'm not fit to be you know what i'm saying checking up on you making sure you and saying you you know what I'm saying you're doing what you're supposed to do or you know and you're getting all your personal business i'm not doing that some companies do that I, my company we don't do that i'm just so it's this is another benefit you know that is working with me is that we don't do that once you clock out and you're done with us Whatever you do outside your, outside our company time, it's on you. It has nothing to do with us. As long as you don't bring no damage or harm towards our company, it really, I really don't care. You know, to be around, to work around us, you really have to have tough, thick skin because, you know, you know we're a, um, a social media platform. So, I mean, we're not just a social media platform, but we are a platform, you know what I'm saying? And we give our ideas and our thoughts, just not only on social media. But you have to have thick skin. You're going to have people out there that's going to criticize your looks. You're going to have people out there that's going to criticize your life, how you dress, how you talk, how you conduct yourself. It's always going to be somebody nitpicking at some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You're always going to have little, little silly shit like that going on. But once you get past all that, you know how to weave through that nonsense. It's, you know what I'm saying, it should, everything should just start feeling like a little coasting breeze, you know what I'm saying? So I always tell my employees that too, you have to have thick skin to work around us in the type of environment that we're going into. You know, it's not just like, you know, the average work environment, it's not, you know, especially when you're dealing with public entertainment, people feel the f they have the freedom, which is true, to say what they want to say, 
especially how I want to feel, especially on social media, people can say some outlandish shit. You know what I'm saying? They, they wouldn't care. I read some of the comments under some of these celebrities and high-profile people on social media, Instagram. I just, sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's often you see some sh- sh- some shit people say and be like, what is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, like wishing someone harm or wishing someone to die or help someone get you. Like, they be little crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get... I teach my team to you know, not pay attention to things like that. Even when people threatening you on your social media, we get to that point, to take it very serious, but not to let it control your thought, you, you know, things like that. And like um, I tell people, if it, in my company, if you start getting death threats or you start getting, you know what I'm saying, violent threats on your social media platform or in real life, you know, we have a um, security department that you can go and, and talk to and see how we can take care of that. Because things like that is not needed in life. You know what I'm saying? You know, so that's another thing. I get used to working with me is that I'm very vocal. I don't believe in censoring my thoughts and how I feel for any man or woman or creature walking this earth. I feel like I shouldn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm an individual just like every, every everyone else. And so because I have that type of mindset, I know that people... I'm going to give me a type of mindset back, and which is fine. I, I'm I'm capable of dealing with that as well. And then, like when you start getting, when when you start hang our team, we start getting successful. Then you're gonna have a lot of division come within your immediate circle and your family. You're gonna have a lot of people who are gonna start in your family in a, in, in, in the circles gonna start believing a little gossip, believing the rumors, believing all these little things people saying it's gonna to get to you because they're gonna start running up to you. Oh, I heard this, I heard that. Is this true? Is this true? All that I can't believe you did that. I start looking at you funny. And sometimes you can be even lies or or sometimes it can be the truth. You gotta get used to that, used to people that once knew you reacting totally different to you by your by your success or by you just being around us in general, you gotta get used to that. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't worry about that. You know I'm saying like we on the, you know, I'm saying like a gravy train. We trying to get there. You know I'm saying the train only, our train only gonna stop at destinations that need to be stopped at. And once, we, once we get our passengers, we on to the next stop. You know what I'm saying we don't let. You know what I'm saying just because someone over at a different district or something like that they train hell though don't mean we just hold our tra- our grade train up you know what i'm saying like we ain't doing that like, we just get all our grade so it's the mindset i i i have and i and I, it's the mindset that i teach people under me and also like i said it's not going to be like the regular podcast I, I i don't really believe in doing things traditional at all i don't like a traditional life i don't like a traditional mindset i really don't like anything traditional really you know most times unless unless you know it's certain things but most most times i'm not i'm not a traditional person i don't live a traditional life so it doesn't it doesn't fit with, with my lifestyle Uh, that's also um, something else that I, I, I teach my employees um, the mind frame to have is to be ruthless because you know you know you can sit there and be having a time in your life and, and enjoying my company everything we're doing and you know what if your family disagree with it what if your family say 
I don't think you should work with Daniel, you know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, you're going to stop what you want to do when you know really in your heart what's right. All because what your family say and your friends say or what your mentors or your employer or employers may say. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I teach you, you have to have that ruthless mindset. If you see something that you want to work with, you know that this is what you know feels right for you. Well, come on, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I don't want people around me who have to always go ask their boyfriend or their girlfriend or their spouse is the right thing to do or before they make a decision, they got to go ask their mom or their parent or their pastor. I ain't got time for that shit. You, you're an individual, you're grown, and you take control of your life, you make your own damn decisions. As simple as that. All that other shit don't even matter. When you work hard, you know you're talented, you know you're doing good things, everything else falls in line. The people that's going to work with you are going to work with you. The people that's not, they not. So what? Simple as that. I'm a believer. I don't cry with spilled milk. You know what I'm saying? I just don't. Unless, you know what I'm saying, it's like your last little bit of milk, you're like, yeah. Besides that, nah, it's not needed. It's probably some more milk, you know what I'm saying? Or I'll get you some more. Now, this podcast, if it's to pretty much come to end pretty soon, um, my company, we're accepting applications. Um, a lot of people at first, you know, who who used to a lot of people who who work for me now uh, when I first started the company and I was asking them to come work for me and work with me they they were skeptical because I was like man you ain't got no building you ain't got no money like man nah you just talking right now man yada yada then you know what I'm saying then they start seeing the, the, the things the results I was doing now they see how I move and how I operate and how I do things and, and as they grow and they walk with me, they will start understanding why I, I my company moves the way we do and we make decisions that we make is for a reason. And, and and when you're out there and you're and you're you're doing your work and you're doing your doing your career field and you're doing your journalism, you're doing your reporting, your interviews out there, um I need you to understand that it's for a purpose, you know, that that if I tell you to go to a certain place, I need you to go. If I tell you to, um, I don't want you reporting on a certain topic or I don't want you interviewing a certain person. And um, as my employee, I need you to listen to me, understand. It can be for your safety. It can be because that person is not a good look for our company or I just or they are something about them I don't like. Um, it can be anything. So when you're out there, if I call you and you're doing an interview or something, I say, hey, come back to um, come back to the building or, 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 you know, wrap up and just come back or just take the day off. I need you to do that instantly. Don't question question me too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a reason why. You know, anything can be can, can be about to happen in the area that you're in, and, and I can need to get you out the area, you know, so... Just, just always, you know, be careful. You know, always pay attention. Always stay connected. You know, I require my, my employees to always keep their phones on, on them. I require them to always, um, check their emails daily. I require them to always, 
uh, check in with me um, once a day. You know what I'm saying? Like it can be a text or it can be email. You know what I'm saying? Saying it can send me an email saying hey checking in or they can text me say checking in or they can call me and say hey. I'm saying just checking in with you, you know what I'm saying? But I require that of my um, employees to always check in with me um, on a daily. Um, just just to make sure everything okay, just make sure they safe, they know how they're doing, things like that. It's no control issue with it. It's just me just making sure you know, my employees are okay and alive and everything's okay with them. Um, and that's pretty much about it, you know. It's going to be an awesome year. It's going to be an awesome uh, awesome time building this thing, you know, and and shout out to my team out there who has been rocking with me, especially, you know, since, you know, the 9-9, 2000, they've been rocking with me for so long, I appreciate it, you know what I'm saying, appreciate all the love and, you know, saying patience you give me and, and all the support you give me, and I, I believe that everything we, we talked about over the years and, and things that we want to accomplish that we that we actually going to accomplish is not going to be easy. Like I said, we have competition out there, and they're aware of us, and we have to be aware of them. I just want you all to know that it's going to be a great, awesome time. Um, as I close, I close this off on. I want to leave you all with this last little, last little, last little, last little thought is that. If you um, ever decide to work with me, to know that you must be willing to let your past life go. Because once you start working with my company, it's an experience that you will never experience anywhere else. You, you know, I, I truly believe that. I, I know that. So before you decide to work with us, trust me, any person that worked with us now in my company will tell you, in order for them to make it, they had to let their past life go and what they thought life is. So, you know, before you click that DM or say, hey, I want to work with your things like that, you know, just know that if you decide to, it, your, your life's going to change for the better. But just know your life's going to change. And, and, and just reach out, you know, don't be afraid of people out there telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, that's just crazy talk. It's all mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all mind games. You know what I'm saying? It's real, but it's real mind games at the same time. Especially if I'm telling you it's okay. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's pretty much about it. And, you know, shout out to all the people out there who are doing amazing things this year as well. You know, who are, who are having tremendous success in everything that they're doing. I'm very proud of you. It's, it's a lot of people out there. The social media I watch, I'm very proud of you, all that you're doing. You know, keep it good work, striving hard, you know, and you just keep on rocking out, man. You know, you, you know, you know, you know, you're inspired, you know, a lot of people on social media inspire me. You know what I'm saying? So just keep rocking out. This is um, Daniel Wilson logging off from the Butterfly Fit, and stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.